Welcome back, y'all, to Keeping an Open Mind with Samuel. And on this episode, I have a few takes after week 10 of the NFL season. But first, a word from our sponsor. Roman Marcel is a great up-and-coming fashion designer who has all types of clothing lines for male and female, which varies from joggers, sweatpants, jeans, and many more. For more information, follow his Instagram at 4ZIR underscore Roman or visit his website at Roman Marcel Young Fashion for more details. Now, let's get back to the show. First, we have some breaking news today. This happened two days ago, but Theo Epstein has resigned as president of operations for the Chicago Cubs and now will be taken over by general manager Jed Hoyer. In my opinion, this was great. We really only got Theo Epstein so we can get past, I guess, the pennant so we can make it back to the World Series. He did that. He he made this great roster. We had like two years of rebuilding with him. And then after that, we made it to the World Series in 2016. Came back 3-1 against the Indians. After that, it's kind of been downhill. I mean, we made the playoffs this year. Got swept out the wild card series against the Marlins. Yeah, I know it's a 60-game season. But I feel like with a 60-game season, we probably wouldn't even have made the playoffs. I know the Cubs won the, the division this year. But again, team didn't look that sharp, especially in the series. Like, our offense was non-existent. It was crazy. But um, this was a great a great move. Theo did what he could in, in Chicago. Brought us a championship for 108 years after 108 years. I just feel like he has nothing, uh, nothing else to prove for us. He needs to go somewhere else, give them another title. Maybe the Angels trying to give Trout some more help. Trying to give him some more playoff experience. He's only had one playoff series in his career, which is crazy. But yeah, Jed Hoyer is not a bad general manager. I still feel like he he'll do something with us. Um, trading at least two of our five core players would probably be needed this offseason. But uh, all in all, great tenure with the Cubs for Theo Epstein. Tom Rick is probably not the best owner, but he didn't make the right decision. I guess he he didn't make the decision Theo did, but he probably helped out. He, he made some controversial calls in an interview when, on my birthday, actually, October 5th. But, um, yeah, honestly, loved it when we signed Theo. Loved what he did. Now, time for him to move on. Time for the Cubs to move on. Hopefully for the better as well. All the news in baseball. I will have more news later on this week. Offseason just heating up. But just got the word today that Robinson Cano, second baseman for the New York Mets, just got suspended for the whole 2021 season for PED use. That's crazy. Probably steroids. I mean, it makes sense. That man was he wasn't the smallest second baseman in New York, but he ever since he went to Seattle and then went back to New York but played for the Mets, he he did bulk up a lot. So I mean, I could see that. Too bad though, because the Mets just uh, just got a new owner. Just they're looking up, and yeah, just a sad news for Robbie Cano. I really liked him. I was second baseman growing up, so he was one of my icons. But you know, stuff happens. Hopefully, he can regroup in 2022. But he's getting kind of old now, so that might have been his last year to actually like be productive. Now he'd probably be just a bench role, like just someone who can get on base. Sad, but the world is what it is, I guess. 
Now we we're gonna go. We're gonna get to the takes after week ten. Wow, I cannot talk. But first, we gotta talk about Miami, y'all. Are they a threat? With only a game behind the Bills at six and three entering week eleven, that they, they just beat the Los Angeles Chargers, and no, there was no comeback. Chargers had just no momentum; they just wasn't there. Herbert's united, but I mean, the Dolphins haven't lost since October fourth, day before my birthday. That was against Seattle, so Dolphins are looking up. I mean, two us three and zero. When he plays, I mean, he's only, he's played the Chargers last week, Arizona, and the Rams. So, two two thirds of those teams are playoff teams or play at least playoff contenders. So, I mean, Tua's looking pretty good. I mean, look at him. Everyone thought he was gonna be a boss after the injuries, but he also hasn't even thrown a pick yet. I mean, he has f- five touchdowns in three games with a 519 yards with a 70 with a seven a 70.4 QBR. That's a pretty good QPR for a rookie. I mean, I'm just saying, that's not too bad. Let me put my phone on Do Not Disturb real quick. But, um, yeah, Tua's looking up. Next three games are very winnable. All against sub-500 teams. They got Denver, then the Jets, then the Bungles. So, I mean, they can win those next three. I mean, they'll be on a, what, seven-game win streak? Coasting to the playoffs, but then... But they're still a young team. And you got to think about two-thirds of those of those easy games are on the road. And that's still a tough task for a young team. I know it's, it's a different atmosphere than not a lot of fans, if any. But, I mean, they're still on the road. They're still a very young team. Tua, I mean, he should get these victories against bad teams. But, I mean, especially that Bungo game, the two rookies against each other. Whoever has the upper hand, I mean, probably, honestly, I'll probably see Burrow winning that one. But if they can w- at least win two-thirds of those games, the Dolphins are looking pretty good. Because then the last four are kind of tough. They got to face KC after those three easy games. And that will be at home, though. So that's a beneficial. But that's still against uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And then they got New England at home, which is a little bit easier. Cam Newton isn't playing as good, but... It's still New England, Billy B. And then they got two away games to end off the year with the Raiders and the Bills, which Raiders, wildcard team looking real sharp. And the Bills, you know, a division rival. Bills probably win that one. But, I mean, shoot. They can win the next three games. And then the last four is the toughest stretch. Win at least two of those games. They'll probably be in the wild. uh, Yeah, at least a wildcard, at least. Unless the Bills want to just completely just shit the bed then yeah but in my opinion they probably won't pass up the bills at the end of the season but they have a real chance of making the wild card a real chance and i just like like i said in the last podcast i mean i don't i just do not see them making the playoffs quite yet but if they can win at least two-thirds of the next seven games so that would be only losing what two three games They'll, they'll have a winning record. They have a t- ten and six record, but in the in the AFC, it's, I mean, it's all it's all between uh, for the wild card at least the Raiders, Titans. I guess you could put the Colts in there because that division ain't figured out yet, and the Dolphins. Really, I mean, oh the Ravens. The Ravens for sure going to be a a um, either wild card or probably won't win the, the division because the Steelers are just crushing all opponents. But um, 
yeah, we're gonna move on to the Ravens now. I mean, what is going on there, y'all? Like, Lamar who? Like, what? I mean, they did beat the Browns, and they do have another matchup against them in Week 14. So, that would be a big differential. But at 8, at 6-3, the tie with the Browns in second behind the 9-0 Steelers. So, right now, they're not even in firm possession in second place. But, again, that's the Browns. They probably won't do what they got to do. Baker Mayfield's like a better version of Nick Foles, but it's he's like a Jay Cutler-esque quarterback that can run the ball more. Even though Cutler, Jay could run the ball. No, not even going to lie, y'all. But, um... Yeah, I just, Browns will probably shit the bed. Ravens, in my opinion, Ravens is like a lock for the playoffs. So right now, in reality, the AFC is only really fighting for one, for two spots. The, the AFC South division and one more wild card, which is why I think there's only like three teams in contention. Dolphins are one of them, but they got to beat out the Raiders, Titans, Colts. Like I just don't see that happening. The Ravens are just... Even though they're not looking the best, they're, they're, I guess, the fifth best team in the AFC outside the divisions. So they'll be the best team in the AFC outside the division leaders, in my opinion. They're even better than than the whole AFC South. Like, if you put the Colts against the Ravens or the Titans against the Ravens, I got the Ravens in both games. So, I mean, they're probably going to make the wild card. Um, through Week 10, Lamar Jackson... And throwing the ball for 64% completion, 1,762 yards, 14 to 5 touchdown to in- interception ratio. But he has been sacked 23 times, which is uh, which it's actually really surprising because, well, it's not surprising. He runs the ball outside in the pocket. But, like, Foles and Trubisky combined for 25 sacks this whole year. And Lamar's only combined himself for 23 so, I mean, like, Bears have a shit offensive line. That might have to show you some. But, I mean, I don't know. He has ran the ball for 90 times. Leads Baltimore. 524 yards. Does not lead Baltimore. But three touchdowns. And, and he has also had three fumbles. So, I mean, he just... He's not throwing the ball. I mean, he's not throwing the ball that bad. He just doesn't have really that weapons. Like, Hollywood Brown. What's happened to him? I mean, last year, he had a great rookie show, a showcase. But this year, he's... I mean, he only has two touchdowns. Andrews has the most touchdowns as a tight end with five. So he must only be throwing flats and little crossing routes. And Hollywood Brown's the streak. Is the streaker, I guess. Not really the right word, but he, he's still fire route a runner. So it's like he's not hitting his t- targets. I've seen a couple games uh, where Lamar just missed easy targets that he was not missing. Um... Again, in my opinion, they can still catch Pittsburgh, but if if they don't, which it probably won't, there will be a wildcard team. Um, but there is no worry about um, about Cleveland, in my opinion. They don't have to worry about them, but they should watch for them Raiders, bro. 16-3, who are just just going crazy this year, bro. Like They beat the Chiefs earlier uh, this year. It might have been a fluke, but... I mean, they couldn't stop their air. Like, the Chiefs secondary just did not show up that game. Um, and the Raiders will face KC in Week 11, which is this week. Um, Baltimore faces Tennessee this week. So, it's it's going to be looking good for the wild card for this week. I'm not even going to lie. The both, all, all the teams besides Kansas City and those four and those two matchups I named are 6-3. Kansas City is, what, 7-2? I think. Yeah, seven and two sounds like a good 
a good record. I think they've only lost two. I don't know the Raiders was one of them, and they lost. Oh, maybe they're eight and one. Oh, that's crazy. Well, either way, I mean, next week it's gonna be a great matchups between um, Raiders, KC, and um, the Ravens, Titans. Um, each of those teams faces leaders of division uh, one more time, so that those games are gonna be big. Um, the Raiders and the uh, Chiefs are obviously facing off this week. Uh, Baltimore doesn't face the Steelers until what would that be? Week twelve? Yeah, week twelve, and that will be on the road. So that 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 would be a tough uh, matchup. Um, yeah, really tough. Again, not the same atmosphere, but in my opinion. They only have three big matchups comparing to the Raiders and Titans four. And, um, so they have the best chance to make the wild card. I do think they'll make the wild card. So the other two spots, the Raiders, Titans, Raiders face the Chiefs, Indianapolis, both at home. Uh, Indianapolis ain't till week 14, though. And then Miami in week 16. Uh, Raiders should probably win it next. The next uh, That Chiefs game is going to be a big one. I'm definitely going to tune in. Um, they actually only have three big matchups left, so Raiders have a great chance, and then the Titans are the ones with four. They have two straight um, road games against Baltimore and the Indianapolis, then they have a home game against the Browns, and then week 16, they got to face Green Bay away, so the Titans, they have a tough road for the playoffs, but if they can do it, they'll be dangerous in the playoffs. Again, I do think Baltimore... Will be a wild card team, then it'll probably be the Raiders. I'd love to see the Raiders in there. Actually, I'd love to see Miami in there, but again, just think they're a little bit too young. Like, I love that, but probably the Raiders just by the schedule, how it's looking. But now we're gonna move on to the NFC. I don't even wanna talk about this, but Chicago is going like, what the fuck is going on? This again, y'all? No quarterback? Like, and now Nick Foles is out. I mean, I'm not sure if I should be happy or sad. Like, oh my God. If if we run out there with Green Bay, against Green Bay with Tyler Bray at quarterback, oh, it's over. Like, tanking season beginning. Like, we better have Trubisky out there. I know he's claimed to be injured. Don't think he's really injured. I mean, he, yeah, his, his shoulder's bothering him, but... We need Trubisky in there. Again, at least against Green Bay. Bray better not be out there. And Montgomery better be out there as well. Like, court, our O-line, like, they just just contain uh, Smith, please. And Preston Smith, please. And uh, I think they have Zadaria Smith, too. Please contain them. Besides that, like, Trubisky, just run the ball. Like, run the offense through his running ability. Stop trying to make him throw the ball. We know he cannot throw the ball. So why are there so many... Like, okay, the RPO option, that's a great for Trubisky. That's a really great play cause. But he just cannot throw the ball, bro. Like, he, he actually does better with contested throws than he does with easy throws. Like, it's crazy. But he will make those contested clutch throws. But then when it comes down to, like, the five-yard slant, like, he'll completely miss them and it turns into a turnover. So it's just, like... I if Foles can't go, Trubisky better go, and if Trubisky can't go, we're fucked. That's all I gotta say. We need Montgomery, and we need an O line to actually play. The few years we actually had O line in the early 2010s, we had no running back. We had Jay Cutler, yeah, but we had no running back. Who was it? Oh, I guess we had Forte, but that was Forte always had a bad O line. 
like towards the end of his bear run, yeah, we started having a good O-line, but that wasn't the forte we knew. Like, we have never had O-line. We've never had a quarterback. That one's for sure. Never. When your best quarterback is Jay Cutler, that's a shame. That's a damn shame. And we need to save Allen Robinson. Also, Darnell Mooney. That man's he's a beast. If you actually had someone who could throw the ball to him, he would have a way better rookie year. Probably be in the discussion for offensive rookie of the year. But, yeah, we need to save them. Miller just needs to be out, bro. We need, we need to get Miller out. He cannot catch nothing. Like the fir- uh, I think it was the first play when we got that forced fumble on. Um, who, who was that on? Uh, it was it was on the tight end, but yeah, we got forced fumble. And the first play was a little like ten yard post by Miller. He did a little bit underthrow him. It was a little behind Miller, but Foles like that wasn't that bad of a throw. If Robinson uh, attempted to catch it, he would caught it. Miller just completely went off his hands into uh, Harrison Smith's um just grasp. So back to back turnovers. Miller, just get better, please. Get better. Again, next week against the Packers, it'll probably be a cakewalk. Unless the defense, I mean, if they want to play, they want to play offense as well. Go for it. A couple pick sixes, a, a couple field goals. That's already, what, 21 points right there? Right, right? No, 20 points right there. Just by defense special teams. Hold the Packers on the 20 points. Boom. We, we win the game. No offense needed. But again, the defense can only do so much. Like during this bye week, we just need to regroup and really pick wisely who's gonna start this week. Like at quarterback, O line. If Montgomery can't run out there, then maybe just stick out with Paris and like we just. The, I don't really have much to say about the Bears. Like defense is playing flawless, better than last year. Just we have no offense. Defense can't do it all. Like, yeah, that would be awesome if they could elevate. But if you don't have some kind of offense, then your defense would just get drained. The mo- the motivation would just not be there as much because they know they're going to get the stop. But as soon as the Bears get the ball back, it's going to go right back to the offense for the opposing team. So they're going to be right back out there. So it's like, the I think their model beginning of the year was break, bend, don't break for field goals and stuff. They can't do that this year. It's got to be don't don't bend, don't break. Like, it's crazy. Um, again, the defense had another great game. Uh, they haven't gave up more than 26 point, points this year. And they, and those two games were against New Orleans and Atlanta. And Atlanta was in garbage. Oh, it wasn't really garbage time, but I guess it was. And um, New, New Orleans, oh, we sure had that victory. Um, they are getting two turnovers, a pick, and a fumble. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, the fumble I mentioned against Minnesota. Uh, we also did get a pick. Um, I mean, we, we contained Cook good. I mean, Cook and company only had 94, what, 99 yards rushing. Um, the offense went 2 for 11 on third downs. Just, they only had 149 total yards. But the Bears didn't. So that kind of... Moved it. I mean, I think the Vikings had like 333 yards total, but um, the Bears only had 149 yards total, bro. And that's after the Bears' defense hold the Vikings to two and 11 on third downs. Like, when your defense holds that on third downs, it's like capitalized, bro. They cannot get a third down conversion. 
So why can't we? Uh, 149 yards? We had negative four yards in the third quarter, bro. The Bears couldn't get nothing. It wasn't for Patterson returning the kick and the two field goals. We had zero points. But, yeah. Like, might as well just tank for Trevor or Justin Fields. I like Fields a little bit better, but... I mean, I don't want them to tank, but god damn. I mean, because the NFC West and South are just deep. I mean, not really deep, but they kind of are deep. Like, with wildcard teams. not Like, division leaders are kind of like set. But the NFC is just deep, bro. Like, especially the West. Um, I will get to them later, but... First place bid with three games behind and two games in the wild card. It's still possible, but New Orleans and Tampa Bay um, are probably going to make it, which leads only one wild card spot, which in my opinion would either go to the Rams, Seahawks, or Arizona. With Arizona winning, does make Arizona in first, even though all three of those teams are 16-3 in the division. But the only way the Bears make the playoffs is unless the NFC West the the two teams not the division leader or not the 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 two teams that don't win the division just shit the bed and we just sneak in there our next four games well our next three games are like key is against division rivals two away games against um green bay minnesota minnesota is in week 15 and then a home game against green bay in week 17 so if we can win those three games we're gonna be and packers can lose like at least two more games and we win the easy games in between. We have a shot at win, winning the division still. But it's bleak. Very, very bleak. Especially with no offense. And then, again, with the NFC West, it's like like one of those teams are going to make the playoffs. For sure. Because the title. And then the other team probably be the wild card. And New Orleans, Tampa probably going to make the division in the wild card. So that leaves no... No playoff spots left besides a division title from the NFC North. And it's like, yeah, we could bitch and moan about the NFC East being so shit. They shouldn't be in the playoffs, but they're in their own divisions. Like, we can't do anything about it. One of them has to come out, and we just can't do anything about it. Like, we've had four games in a row now. I think last time I said we won a four-game losing streak, but I guess I predicted it right. Won a four-game losing streak now at 500, 5 and 5. But now... We can get to the NFC West, y'all. One of the best divisions out there right now. Top three teams are six and three. Then, um, and then we got the Niners, who are I think four and six. Um, first, I just want to start with what a catch, y'all. I'm not sure if y'all saw, but DeAndre Hopkins, like I think it was like four seconds left. Kyler Murray gets a little the pocket collapse. He runs out to his left, just launches it. Out there, he knew Hopkins down there was gonna grab. It. He just launched it. Hopkins had white on him. He had um, he had two other defenders on him. He had Trevor White, one of the best uh, corners in the league, in my opinion, underrated. And then um, he had the safety. I forgot the safety's name though. Um, when I look it up, I'm gonna be like, oh damn. But um, yeah, he just puts out his Jordan mitts out there and just grabs it. Comes down with it. Crazy. Like the Texans. Hey, they effed up, especially with David Johnson on IR. Yeah, I have David Johnson on fantasy. Don't don't remind me. But um, I, I picked him up off of waivers, so it wasn't even like I drafted him. But yeah, 
Arizona with that big loss against Miami. I mean, two young teams coming back being the Bills division leaders, which makes Miami tie with the Bills in the division. Both those young teams are looking sharp, y'all. But and Seattle lost to the Rams, which makes them be six and three. With the Rams were five and two, right? No, five. They were five and three, so it makes them six and three. Seattle got the third loss with that loss. Um, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, that Hail Mary catch was one for the ages. Like Kyler Murray's. Slowly becoming Russell Wilson 2.0. He can run the ball, pass the ball. He's got this IQ of a veteran already. Entering week 11, all 6-3 with two spots in the air in that division. Possibly three spots if Tampa Bay and New Orleans, if one of them just doesn't make the playoffs, which I do not see that happening. They're both 7-2, tied for first. Uh, both uh, Drew Brees did get hurt, but Jameis is, is, is going to start. Great choice because now they're going to use Taysom as the, the little the little weapon of sorts. Uh, Taysom Hill is a great weapon. Like he's not he's never going to be a starting quarterback, but he'll be like a kick returner, punt returner, receiver, running back. He's a utility man. I'm telling you, great choice. But um, yeah, there's only really two spots in there because Tampa, New Orleans, probably going to get it. So the division tied on the wild card. I mean, first we're going to look at the Rams. They have, what, one, two, they have four key matchups left. And the next two are back-to-back on the road against Tampa and Arizona. Then, Well, Arizona's in week 13, so a week after. Um, and then they got, and they got Seattle on the road in week 16. Then they got Arizona in week 17. So three straight key matchups on the road. And then they get um, Arizona at home. That's, that, that's tough, y'all. I mean... Also, in that matchup against the Seahawks, Goff didn't even go off, bro. Like, uh, his duo, Woods and Cup, I think they combined for, like, nine receptions, ten receptions, not even crack 100 yards combined. So, their running game was going crazy. Like, I sure, I had the running back, uh, what's his name, Malcolm, Malcolm um, Jones? No, it's not Malcolm Jones. Um, yeah, but the running back, Malcolm, Malcolm Brown, there we go. Um. I didn't start him, but he got me 21 points, so I was kind of pissed about that. But the Rams, if they can go off passing and running, they're looking dangerous too. I mean, they'll probably beat the Buccaneers, in my opinion, lose both games to the Arizona. They might split one. Probably lose against Seattle, one, one redemption and shit. But they ran the ball really smoothly. But the MVP, Russell Wilson, y'all, he did have two picks in the game. He kind of looked like a Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to lie. Lamar obviously runs better, but that game, he just did not throw the ball well. He was overthrowing people, just making bad reads. Again, Lamar Jackson-esque. Again, Wilson's much better, but one thing Jackson does have over Wilson is he has an MVP, which kind of sucks because Wilson's always been an MVP ever since his rookie year. Like, oh, was rookie year, he wasn't. But ever since his rookie year, he's been in the top five of MVP voting. And this is just crazy how he's never won it. But Lamar Jackson wins his second year in the NFL. Yeah, second year in the NFL. Crazy. But now we can go to the Seahawks, who were first in the division. Now the tied for first. And um, Wilson just... He, he's need, he needs that bounce back game against the Cardinals, y'all. This week, actually tomorrow, uh, it'll be Thursday night football. 
And the Seahawks really only have that matchup. Then the Rams in Week 16 out, both at home as key matchups. And they're looking like they're going to win the division. Even though they're not first and completely alone, they're probably going to win the division in my opinion. But if for some reason they don't, they will get the extra wild card spot. Seahawks are just too good to miss the playoffs this year. Unless they just want to shit the bed like Wilson has for the past two weeks. A little two-game losing streak. But uh, Wilson will definitely bounce back next week against the Cardinals. I want the Cardinals to win, but Seahawks is a little bit too strong. Uh, Fix a little bit in your front seven. Um, I mean, Cardinals don't really have run defense. But the secondary uh, for the Seahawks ain't looking that good either. So it's like they just need to sharpen up their defense. And after that, Wilson just needs to sharpen up his his skills a little bit more against this uh, big matchup against the Cardinals. Is at home again, not the same atmosphere, but I can definitely see the Cardinals winning. But I do see the Seahawks winning that matchup, though. And the Cardinals, they have again, they have the Seahawks matchup tomorrow night, and then they got the Rams at home in week 13, and then the Rams again on the road this time in week 17. So they only had three key, key matchups, and uh, I do think they will get the second wild card spot if they don't win the division. Um, the Rams will probably be left alone. Well, not left alone, but left outside looking in. Um, Cardinals looking amazing, y'all. They are still very young, but they're hungry, bro. They're young and hungry. Hopkins wants that playoff spot, bro. M- Murray's showing that he's ready. Second year in, he's ready, y'all. They just need, like, a sharp running back. They, uh, who's a running back right now? Um, yeah, exactly. They don't really have, like, a, like a big-time go-to running back. Um, watch, I'm, I'm going to look you up and be like, oh, I mean, I guess, oh, Chase Edmonds, there we go. Chase, I mean, again, he's young, young and hungry, like, that, that team, sh- that should be their motto. Um, again, they should get the wild card spot if they don't win the division. Um, and again, if New Orleans or Tampa Bay just don't make the playoffs for some reason, then the Rams will probably get the third spot, unless the Bears just want to come out of nowhere, but, you know, Bears are not going to do anything. But, yeah, for the NFC, I see, I definitely see the Cardinals and the Seahawks coming out the West, New Orleans, Tampa Bay coming out the uh, South, Bears missing the playoffs, Green Bay taking the division, don't want to talk about the NFC East, Um, Eagles probably get, I want to see the football team get uh, get the division title because first year rebranding as a football team, making the playoffs, oh, come on, that would be too much, that would be too easy, y'all. Uh, we don't. Have, I don't really have much about uh, basketball. The draft is tonight. Um, the Knicks are trying to move up in, into the draft. I, I heard the Bulls were too trying to trade Wendell Carter to the Warriors for the second pick. Please don't do that. Cause that means we're gonna be trying to get James Wiseman, which is like a younger version of Wendell Carter. But Wendell Carter already had experience, so why do that? Like, no, please don't do that. Uh, they're not really. Uh, certain number one, Edwards looking like he'll go number one, then probably uh, Wiseman Mello or vice versa. After that, uh, Denny from overseas, Denny Advecia, something like that. The Warriors were looking at him, so he could be Luka 2.0 or he could be Darko Milicic 3.0, 4.0. How many European stars everyone thought was gonna be good and ends up just shitting the bed, shitting bricks? There we go, that's a lot better for basketball, but um. Yeah, I mean, Harden going to the Nets, too. I mean, that's not confirmed. I mean, they're looking for trade options. More teams are coming in. 
uh, to uh, form a package for Harden, like the Sixers. I even heard, uh, I'm pretty sure the Jazz were trying to something. Probably won't. It's, U- it's Utah. Who goes to Utah? Um, and I don't want to talk about Karl Malone. You know, the reasons. But, yeah, the basketball is just... Everyone wants to join teams, and I see why, but at the same time, it's like, that just opens your eye more to, like, people like Kobe, who stay on one team their whole career, and actually are successful, like, and, like, Jordan, like, those accomplishments, in my opinion, mean more than just jumping around, winning rings, because you went to the best team. Like, if you can do it on your own, not even on your own, but, like, just with a good supporting cast without having to just letting basketball business be business and letting your game show it. Like now it's all about politics. Like LeBron wants someone, he, he gets them. Harden wants to go somewhere, he, he gets that. Like back then there was no that. Like if Kobe was gonna get traded, like someone big as Kobe, okay, a little different, because like yeah, the stars. And back then there wasn't as many stars, but like even then, like Jordan couldn't just tell um Cross that he he, he wants to get traded to Seattle. Like, no. Like, Crowds would be like, you're crazy. I'm a, If you want to get traded, I'm going to trade to the best team that gives me the best package. Like, not the best team that gives him the best package because that's business. Now it's just all about attract, attracting attention, getting the stars with the stars. But, yeah. Basketball's back. That's all I got to say. Let's see who gets draft number one. And y'all have a wonderful rest of your day.